2023 NFL playoffs. Brian and I are going to go through each game. We're going to give a breakout or show out player. So breakout player is a player who hasn't arrived on the seed and hasn't had any um, playoff experience and you know is primed to turn into a star. And a show out player would be a guy who's established who is going to show why he you know makes the money that he does. So I'm going to let you start. Um, we can start in the AFC. We can go with the Jacksonville and Chargers game. I would go with a breakout player. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert just because okay. I feel like he's going to establish his way into the playoffs. Not really make a run past KC, but I feel like they beat Jacksonville and take care of business there. Okay, I'm going to go other side of the field. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence. Well, he won a division. Uh, I know you can say what you want about the AFC South, but they did win the division. <laughs> he's got his weapons. He's got Christian Kirk. He's got a decent defense, and I just think he's he's primed to show why he was the number one overall pick, and it's his time to break out. Cincinnati and Baltimore, Lamar Jackson will not be playing. As he announced on Twitter with several tweets, explained that he still has swelling in his knee, I should say, um, that he's just not ready, and he's not going to step out on the field unless he's 100%. And I'm right there with him. You haven't paid Smart. him. Why risk even more injury right. when this team is probably going to use that injury that you have now against you in negotiations? Um, just an interesting deal. Just what you didn't want to happen right. for a guy who's in the middle of contract negotiations. But back to the game, I'm going to go with a show-out player. Okay. I'm going to go with Jamar Chase. I think he's he's primed to get in the end zone a couple times. Um, Joe Burrow is going to be looking for him early. Cincinnati is just kind of rolling right now. Baltimore on possibly their third string quarterback. I think it, you know, could get ugly early in this game, could but get. it is a divisional game and, you know, Baltimore has won before, so we will see. And to not to mention, but these these teams have played this is going to be the third third time. Third time. So yeah. in any sport, it's hard to beat a team three times, but presuming you have your third string quarterback some inexperience. Well, they split in the season. Challenge. So Baltimore won first and then Cincinnati. But even still, we're on our third third-string quarterback. Yeah, Look, that inexperience might hurt you in this game. But show-out player, I'm going to go T. Higgins okay. uh, on the other side of the field from <laughs> Jamar Chase. I feel like T. Higgins has slept on. Uh, and he'll just, you know, that, that 6'4 figure, deep balls, I think it's there all day for, you know, Joe Burrow to attack and why not attack it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Last wild card game, the AFC Buffalo and Miami. I'm going to go with a breakout player. I'm actually going to go with Tyreek Hill. Skylar Thompson, I know he's a guy that nobody wants to root for and no one thinks will succeed. But if he can get the ball to Tyreek Hill, you know what he can do. It doesn't matter who's throwing him the ball. If right. He can get him in space. Space. He's going to make people miss. All and needs. all he needs, you know, in the playoffs is two, you know, or two or three times to, you know, get some separation get and he's bombs, gone. Right. And Miami is not a slouch team. They were in a good division this year. They had a tough schedule. They had dealt with a bunch of injuries to their number one quarterback. They're, you know, they're fighting an uphill battle, but – I think if Tyreek Hill gets the ball in his hands a lot, I think he needs over ten receptions for them to for them to be successful. So I'm gonna go with Tyreek Hill. Okay. Well, I'm going other side of the ball. Bills Mafia. Uh, you know, I wanna take uh Josh Allen as mm. the show out player, but 
I'm gonna go with uh, Gabe Davis. Okay. Uh, I feel like Josh Allen will just right, abuse that deep bomb threat. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Howard on the other side of the ball. Who knows? He might be guarding Stephon Diggs. He might follow Stephon Diggs. He may not. But either way, I feel like Gabe Davis has that game that okay. you know, and and he had some some slouch. Uh, because at the beginning of the season he had Xavier Thomas does he follow is he following number one guys around? He does follow number okay. one guys around. But okay. I feel like, you know, that should be Stefan Diggs. But at the right. same time, right. Gabe Davis is is a guy that can make plays Tall receiver. And, and he and he's shown yeah. that he's capable of that. Yeah. Scoring three times you know, kinda in like earlier um, games. Kinda like your show out player with T. Higgins, a guy who's long, right. tall um, very range. He can get um, right. jump balls. He's a good goal line, red zone threat. Always seems to be open. Always seems to be matched up against you know the smaller, right. um, way lesser of a corner. Right. So that matchup will be interesting if Josh Allen decides if he's gonna air it out this game and make it a shootout, right. or if they're gonna yeah, they just play the or play if the Josh Allen game, you know right. he's running the ball twenty times. You just you never know what's gonna happen in that game. I think that'll be an interesting game. Right. Going to – well, obviously, let's not forget about Kansas City, who's waiting on the lowest low seed to win. Yeah. The only low seed I think that has a great chance of winning, I think, is probably the Chargers. Chargers, five for seed, sure. You know, it's kind of middle of the pack, just like the four, but um, Miami has a chance, like I said, but I think Buffalo is kind of, you know – Too strong. Too strong, but I think if the Chargers can squeak it out, you know, that'll be a good matchup for Kansas City. If Baltimore somehow finds a way to win – Against Cincinnati, then, you know, that'll be a tough divisional game for them. But uh, Kansas City, who seems to have the MVP on their offense, will be waiting. Let's jump to the NFC, and let's start with San Francisco and Seattle. Go ahead and give me your breakout or show-out player. I'm going to go breakout player, and I'm going to go with Brandon Ayuk. Uh, okay. He's been a consistent receiver uh, all the way throughout the season. I, like I feel like Brock Purdy is not going to take – Many shots on the field. I feel like he'll take shots, um, but I feel like he won't be looking for just one or two guys. You know, okay. How 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 quarterbacks are usually. If you know, Brock that's Purdy is getting to his guy. second to third read right, exactly. in the playoffs, right. as a guy who was the last pick right. in the draft, I think that's shows that's, right exactly major. You know, it's just major to the coaching staff, major to his development, and just the type of player that he is. Just, I think the way. They go is how he goes. Their defense is going to be there. The run game is going to be there. Definitely. If he can just steady the boat and keep it going straight, for sure, he, they you know will have a lot of success. What I feel like they'll take the steps at in this game are open up with a run to open McCaffrey. up the pass. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is the prime reason why San Francisco. I don't want to say they took a chance on Christian McCaffrey, but I say with his health. You never know what type of – you never know where he's going to be at because he's never really been in the playoffs. He's never really been in high-stakes situations with the Carolina Panthers. So now you got him – well, in the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. How's they made the Super Bowl. Okay. It's been a while. I should say okay. it's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a while. Been I should a say they, yeah, good correction. It has been a while. He's been there. He's, he's been, been there. there. But he always seems to be hurt at the wrong times, and now he's on the right team at the right time. That's and sense. they give him the ball a bunch. I see bunch. him getting in the end zone a couple times this weekend. And don't forget about Elijah Mitchell, though. Yep. Because that, that, that one-two one, combo another is crazy. Sneaky. 
they got it rolling now. I don't see how they they really lose until they get to the NFC Championship. So who do you got as breakout or show out? My show out. Well, my breakout player actually. I'm gonna go breakout here. I'm gonna trust my. I'm gonna trust my heart out in this one. I'm gonna say Geno Smith. Okay. I want him to. I don't, I don't want him to go into the game thinking that he needs to win it on every oh, single exactly possession. Right. Exactly. Don't you know? You can air it out. I'm not saying don't take shots, but he needs to just not turn the ball over because right. the longer that San Francisco has the ball, yeah, the longer your defense is gonna get right. worn out because. San Francisco can play fast. They can play slow. Right. They can play over the top. They can play over. They can play in the flats. They right. play over the middle. They can beat you anyway. And so, the longer that Seattle has the ball, the longer that he can manage the game. If he wants to air it out and go for three hundred and fifty yards, I don't know if that's the best game plan for him. But taking his his time and making his reads and you know getting around two hundred thirty to two hundred sixty yards, getting field goals when you can instead of taking sacks or getting teams out of third downs. It's just going to be important. The pass rush is going to be insane. I think San Francisco is primed to just be blitzing the hell out of them. But if Geno Smith can can make something happen, then you know I, I think I got him as my as my breakout player. In Philly, they get the low seed. Probably will steamroll them. If New York, who we haven't gotten to yet, if they end up having to play Philly, that would be scary. But let's get to Minnesota and New York. I'll go first. I'll say my breakout player will be Daniel Jones. I'm rooting for him, a player who has been doubted, who has shown that, you know, teams may need to draft or the Giants may need to draft right behind him. And he's also shown that, you know, he deserves, you know, a big deal in the offseason. And getting to the playoffs is a big step for him. If he wins a playoff game, he definitely will get the deal that he deserves. That's why I'm going Daniel Jones' breakout player. I think he'll utilize Saquon in the passing game. His receivers, they just have to make they just have to make catches. Kenny Galladay. They just have to make catches. All right. Kenny Galladay. They yeah. just have to make catches. So uh going off yours, uh they just have I'm to gonna go them. a show out player from the Vikings, number eighteen, Mr. Jay Jettis. Uh you can know, never go wrong it's, with that. can't go wrong with it, you know. I think Kirk trusts him enough. I mean, I would trust him enough as a quarterback. You know, he's shown that he can make any play possible. And if it wouldn't be him, I would go with Dalvin Cook just because he's that first through third down back. You can utilize him in any way in the run, in the pass. Uh, and he just is an elusive guy that, you know, make one guy miss and that's a first down. So Okay. Um, I would love to see this game turn into Dalvin Cook versus Saquon Barkley. Um, two O lines that give a good that give good run support. For sure. Dalvin Cook is one of those guys who I think is always faster than what people always, realize. He always. gets around the edge and always seems to have a couple 60, 70-yard runs every single season. Saquon Barkley is the same way. Same way. Um, powerful, right up the middle, can just break one for 50, 40 right. yards, can get a pass and make two guys miss, and he's gone for another 30 or 40. Um, I think it'll be Saquon and Dalvin Cook in the run game, but also in the pass game. Right. Um on the flats, running short short routes, or you know taking a linebacker, somebody deep. All right, let's take it to the Tampa Bay versus Dallas game. A most interesting game, well, second most interesting game of the playoffs behind the Minnesota New York. Very very interesting. Go ahead with your breakout or show out player. Uh, my show out is gonna be Micah Parsons. Okay, uh, on the defensive side of the ball for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, All right, because I feel like they want to pressure Tom. Uh, 
Tom gets the ball out of his hands very quickly. Yeah. But I feel like Michael Parsons, you know, being the guy who he is, uh, just a great athlete overall, you know, affecting the run, affecting the pass, you know, dabbling in a little bit of everything in this game makes the difference for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. My show out player for Tampa Bay is going to be Mike Evans. I think he's going to burn them. Um, Dallas's secondary has always just been questionable shaky. to me. Definitely in, shaky. In pressure situations, they seem to gamble a lot. Um, they seem to always just give up the wrong play when they shouldn't. I think a lot of it has to do with Dak Prescott, who's also led the league in interceptions this year and put them in bad positions. Um, that's not to take away from uh, their defensive struggles at all. But I think Mike Evans – can have one of those games that he's had in the last couple of weeks, and that's a multiple touchdown game. And Tom Brady's definitely going to be looking for him because for he's sure. going to be open. And if he's not open, Tom Brady's still going to throw to him. <laughs> um, and as we mentioned earlier, Philly with the number one seed, they're waiting on the low seed to come in. And uh, Philly at home is just that's a tough one. They got all pro guys all over the place, um, pro bowlers all over the place this year, well deserved. Um, I would say probably the second best team in the league and Definitely. would be the first, you know, number one overall seed had it not been for Jalen Hurts uh, getting hurt. Right. So switching gears just a little bit, we're going to now go through a couple more of these games and talk about players who are sort of on the hot seat, who need to show the league, show the team, show the fans, show everybody if they deserve a contract or if they de- if the team needs to draft behind them. Um We'll start on the NFC side. Um, You can go random game. doesn't really matter. I'll go random game, and let's go uh, with the Vikings. Okay, I'm going to say Kirk Cousins. If you don't show up, it's going to be a problem. Like, this is is the year to get over the hump. You have a team in the Giants that don't score a lot of points. Right. That, you know, if y'all get on the right side of the ball and y'all are, you know, Scoring points, I think they could out outshoot him if they need to. But if he doesn't get that game done, I think it's done for him in Minnesota. Wow. I think – I don't know if Minnesota is in a position to make any good trades. Probably Obviously, not, their record is too good right. to be drafting anybody that um, – Wouldn't make an impact like that. would make an impact right away. But you can always find guys – Kirk Cousins is a fourth-rounder right. himself – or third-rounder, whatever it is, he's a late-round draft pick. You can always find guys. I think that's a really a good, solid choice, I think, in between that game. And Daniel Jones and um, Saquon Buckley are kind of set to get contracts this yeah. offseason. I think them making the playoffs has kind of proven that you know, these guys are both top, you know, top ten picks that have propelled this team into the playoffs literally in a matter of just a couple of years. Kirk Cousins, however, got the best receiver in the league. You've got another top 20 receiver next to him. You've got a good running back. That's a top five running back in the league. Right. You've got a defense. You've got the good coaching. It's just can you get them over the hump? And they've had close games this year, right. and he's been on the good side of them. He's and so side, right. we'll see what happens when, you know, this game gets close. Like we and said before, good teams find a way to win. Yep, so that is true. Hopefully Kirk can do it. And good quarterbacks find a way to get it done. I hope so. 
Um, San Francisco and Seattle. I don't. I don't know who on San Francisco is on the hot seat for me, but I think I'm gonna go with a different pick this year. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with their head coach. I'm gonna go with their head coach. Okay. Problem is, he's always had good good rosters. Yeah, that make the playoffs. and that make Consistent, the playoffs consistently. That are consistently make the playoffs. They For did sure. make a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. They did lose right to the Chiefs, but I think his philosophy more so than anything else is that he can win with pretty much anybody that. Is that quarterback? He's just going to build a good team around him with, and he's kind of proven it with Brock Purdy, and surrounding him with just all pro talent. So you think that puts him on the hot seat? I don't think it puts him on the hot seat. I think for me personally, it just because you can say Geno Smith, whether he wins this game or not, that they're probably looking for somebody to back him up for sure. But do they not already have the guy to back him up though? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, Drew Lock. I just don't think they believe. Um, For sure, believe in, believe in them. I understand that. I just don't. I just don't think they believe in. In him, and they've shown it. And Geno Smith got all the chances in the world to prove, either if he, should or should not have a right. job. Um, and the reason I bring up his record, I just kind of wanted to see. Uh, just his record as a coach, fifty two and forty six. I know he dealt with some eh, Yeah. I mean forty nine er teams. That's good though. Yeah. I mean so over five hundred you net positive. You net positive, I, yeah. We can't really talk too much about anything yeah. else. Kyle Shanahan is the coach I've been talking about. I totally drew a blank. Um but I just I just think that he's had plenty of of teams that are, are talented enough. It's just when they get to the playoffs, they just He's just not on the uh, the right side of it. I just I just I like to see him take a team with Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy. Let's see if you can take them all the way. Let's okay. see if you can do it. Right. You're not in the hot seat, but let me see if you could take the last oh, last pick in the draft and make him a Super Bowl champion. Okay. So go ahead and Tough. let's go let me to go that back AFC to, side though. Okay. As far as who you think's on the hot seat over there. Um. Baltimore Ravens. Okay. They are on the hot seat for other reasons besides winning or losing this game. Okay. If at the quarterback position. At the quarterback position. Right. I think that Baltimore with their their scheme, I think everything that they do on offense is just wrong. They don't have any premier receivers. They refuse to get any premier receivers. They run a pistol formation offense which is good inside the red zone, but outside of that, it's not really creating anything besides a quarterback who you already really don't want to want running through the tackles, trying to make two or three guys miss just to get a couple of yards. Lamar has to improve as a passer, but he's already shown with an MVP and getting say. to the playoffs every single year that he started. He's shown that he should get a deal, and I don't understand – why Baltimore doesn't believe in him. Right. It almost seems as if they're just waiting for the reason for him not to get paid. I know right. he keeps on getting hurt, which is kind of the thing that 
has been, you know, making this whole thing a big ordeal. Him representing himself, which is very interesting. I don't really think there's a problem with that. I just think that all. it's just him negotiating while his back is kind of against the wall while being hurt is just he just might not come up on the right side of that deal. And I could see him getting a franchise tagged, and then right after that, who knows where he ends up. So it's hard for me on the AFC side to put somebody in the hot seat uh, just because, you know, you look at all these teams and they either have made the moves that are necessary or that they think are necessary. So I would have to say right there with you, the Baltimore Ravens, just because you want Lamar. Right. you, You want Lamar. You should pay him. He's he's been a good guy for you. He's been a consistent guy for you. He's getting you to the playoffs, giving you that chance. Right. Just can't get over the hump. But the thing is, they have to give him receivers, somebody else that he can go to besides Mark Andrews. Correct. Like, yeah, we yeah. we we tried, and we tried to move some stuff around, but that it's doesn't that doesn't work. Yeah. And when they key in on one guy. Right, it's hard for us to spread the ball out, right? Without guys that are, I would say the Baltimore Ravens without Lamar Jackson is probably like, one of the most unwatchable teams in the NFL, <laughs> and that's not to say that they're a terrible team because yeah, they're in the, the playoffs. Yeah, just but the it's just plan. everything is catered to him. Right. So when he's not playing, it looks like it almost looks like everybody else is out of position for sure. Um, another player that I would like to prove to me that he can get over the hump, I think. A lot of people want to see Josh Allen in the in the Super Bowl this year. Oh, for sure. Um, I, I forgot about that. But but sure. I will say this. I don't think he's better than Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he ever will be better than Patrick Mahomes, regardless if he beats him this year or if he beats him next year. He still won't ever be better than Patrick Mahomes. But I don't want to see him go out against the Miami Dolphins and then people are still saying that he's, you know, better yeah. than Patrick Mahomes or he's better than yeah, not at jo- all. Or Joe Burrow or right. guys like that. And so he's got to – Prove that you know he can, he, he can step up and right. he's gonna make throws. And if he wants to run the ball and score two touchdowns on the ground, all playoffs, that that's fine. You're winning games, but if teams are gonna stop that, then I want to see him really, really just put the ball down the middle, find guys, find Stephon Diggs, find Gabe Davis, like you said, and for sure. and really prove to people that he can that he can be the best guy in the league. I want to say a problem for them is. Having a consistent run game. Yes. So if they could. And not find, even the consistent run game is that they kind of they go away from the run game so they fast. Do. They do. That you'll look up and Josh Allen's throwing the ball throwing like the ball. 39 yeah. times yeah, and it's like sure. the third quarter. It's for like, sure. holy, what the hell right. is going on? But I feel like they got to stick with it. And they haven't had a guy that they really do trust in that role to run it yeah. 40 times in a game, yeah. you know? So. If they could find a guy like that, sure, let's see what it looks like. But same time, Josh Allen is going to do Josh Allen. So Okay. Um, that'll wrap it up for that little segment. Um, the So first that came out was the NFL players all-pro um, list and some names on it that I think were kind of questionable, like Aaron Donald, who only played 11 games this year, was on it. I think stuff like this – a lot of guys, when you have players vote and they, you know, voice who 
right. they think is the so best, whatever. Right. It's kind of it's it's more of a reputational yeah. thing because it's like okay, this guy constantly gives me problems, or I play right. against this guy this month, so it's right. like this is this is who I'm seeing. Yeah, this is, this is the problem that I'm having. And then in the media, they just have a wider scope of things, and so they release their um, first and second team All Pro uh, list, and starting on offense for first team. At quarterback, obviously, we have Patrick Mahomes, who is bound to win MVP. MVP. Um, Well-deserving, I yep. think. If Jalen Hurts doesn't get hurt, that he probably takes this spot because Definitely he's so. you know, got the best yeah. team in the but league. But when you miss those two games and it's you all allow about Patrick stats, Mahomes yeah. to run it up 300 more yards in two games, it's, right. it's inevitable. Um, Josh Jacobs is uh, first team off for running back. I can respect His first that. honor. I, I can, can respect, respect that. that, too. I can respect Travis that. Kelsey at tight end, well-deserving, yeah. always – you know, always going to be good, always going to be open, always going to be there. Definitely. Uh, Justin Jefferson, best player in the league this year. Jay Jettis. Um He really should get MVP to me, and I would not be mad if Justin Jefferson won MVP over Patrick Mahomes. It's kind of crazy to say, though. I think, I think he had a year – he just was the reason the Vikings were good this year. He, he was just good every single game. He didn't have a bad game at all. Um, Tyreek Hill – and Devontae Adams round out the uh, first-team All-Pro receivers. Devontae Adams had a productive year this year, even with Derek Carr and how right. up and down he was. Um, got in the end zone 14 times. Late, um, though. Late. Yeah. Because first, first yeah, the, three games? Yeah, the, the production was, it was low. It was very shaky was very low. at first, and we to were looking like, why did he leave? Yeah, is is tough. Um, Tyreek Hill, who led the league in reception yards this year, right. um, well deserving. Well deserving. Um, he just, you know, he didn't, he didn't miss a step. Get going him from in space and from the Chiefs to it, Dolphins, it's it, the same thing. It never fails. Yeah. Get him in space, give him the ball, and he'll make it. Is a generational type player. Any whether he, if Tyreek, you could place Tyreek Hill on the Houston Texans, and he probably is still getting thirteen hundred yards. I say you break a thousand, but. He's getting Do I open. trust David Mills? Yes. No. I could trust anybody to him with him and get him over 1,000 yards. Um, left tackle, Trent Williams from San Francisco. Big he Trent. can pretty much plug yep. him in every, every single year. year. Right tackle, Lane Johnson from Philadelphia. For sure. Um, Joel. The wait. Go ahead. Actually, Lane Johnson, for the people who don't know, was a quarterback in college. That's crazy. That is crazy. For you to be an NFL lineman after being a college quarterback is absolutely nuts. Yeah, that's a hell of a and, body and, transformation right and, there. You know, kudos to him, you know, just for, you know, getting on this all pro list. Could you imagine? Bro, I could not. Could you imagine being a quarterback and swallowing your pride and what? probably going Dang. he probably went from quarterback to tight end. <laughs> to tight end. And then he got really big and they're right. like, you know, I think we could use you on the O line. Right. And then got really good on the O line. It's just I mean, like, hey, you know what? Just that's kind right of a guy who just loves the game of football and just For saw sure. it through. And next thing you know, he's you know making a gazillion dollars on first team All Pro. Uh, Joe Petonio from uh, Cleveland, pretty much Not the reason why right. Nick Chubb is right. getting all the yards he's getting. Zach Martin from Dallas, he's pretty much there every Consistent. single year. And Jason Kelsey from Philadelphia. So you got the Kelsey brothers, first team All Pro. That's super dope. Big bag. Um, they have a really dope podcast too. Yeah. Um. So shout out to shout both out, of yeah, them. No, shout out to them. That is they awesome. keep it real. No, they keep yeah. it real. Like I, mm-hmm. I actually enjoy, you know, the 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 stories. You know, 
the people that they bring in. Yeah. You know, it's just like. They have a really dope podcast, really good connection. I really like seeing their stuff pop up on Instagram or TikTok because right. it's always a good a minute, a minute and a half, two minutes of right. a good story. Something that's Something funny right, as hell. Exactly. Something or, that you never really hear about. Yeah, or them kind of just keeping it real. So shout out to them for making first team all pro. And. Is that the first time brothers have done that in NFL? I'm not sure. Maybe they can tell us. But it's the first time that two Cincinnati Bears have. Definitely at once. Nah, I wouldn't say that. At one time, both of them making all-pro first team? I think so. You said the Bears. Cincinnati. Bengals? No. What are you talking about? The college team, dude. They both went to Cincinnati. Oh, uh, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, probably not though. If you think of all, the... I'm saying at once, you I got mean, two guys up there from the same college. From the same, not from the same college. I'm saying from Cincinnati. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Uh, let's go to defense for sure. First team edge rushers: Nick Bosa, well deserved. Michael well Parsons, deserved. guys that we both have talked about. Um, guys who players, guys who will. Need to step up and playoffs for both of their teams to be successful. Interior lineman Chris Jones, Kansas City, well deserved. Quinton Williams, uh, New York Jets, shout out to him. Great player, um, living up to all of all of their expectations for being the top pick. Um, for sure, New York Jets, obviously my favorite team. Uh, loved him ever since he came onto the team. He's been an impact player ever since. Uh, so good for him. Linebackers Fred Warner, San Francisco. You know somebody from San Francisco was going to be on this list again. Sure, Roquan sure. Smith from Baltimore, well-deserved on the Ravens team that, you know, needed all the tackles that he gave. And Matt Milano from Buffalo, who I is love, a great linebacker who will freaking stick his nose stick his nose in anywhere and then pick it off and right. take it back to the crib. Right. He's just a really good football player. Yeah. You could tell that he played right. an offense when he was right. younger. For sure. Um, probably played every position Thing in the is, field. you wouldn't take this guy as a ball hawk. Yeah. But – he, he is really is. Hawk. Most he moves differently than a lot of linebackers, he and does. he is the reason why that that interior box for Buffalo is just for so sure. complete. Cornerback um, Sauce Gardner, um, Sauce. as I don't really think people understand, a rookie being probably almost all unanimous All right. Pro yeah. as a rookie. Well, thing is that is insane. When you, get, when you get the support and the wave that you did behind Sauce. And then he produces. It's, yeah. It makes it that much easier. So, any corner that goes in the top five, I mean, you're pretty much drafting him as you're. Yeah. You're, you're expecting him yeah. to be like a guaranteed yeah. shutdown, take day away the one. guy from your rookie season. But let's talk about this. Yeah. That second dude on that list. Yeah, right Patrick there, Sertan, right second from year Denver guy, Broncos. I I appreciate it because he's he showed up. He yeah. showed up. He did what he had to do. And he's got the respect from everybody. And he's got the everybody. respect from everybody. Players. You know what I'm saying? He's got the respect yeah. from everybody. Mm-hmm. So I, kudos to both of those guys. Uh, safeties, Minka Fitzpatrick from Pittsburgh. He's well-deserved. I'm going to try to pronounce his name. Talonia Hufanga from San Francisco. Um, not too familiar with him, but, I not mean, that's all. another San Francisco that's player. 43, isn't it? I like say, I said, I'm not too familiar, I say, but I will say I, I, another San Francisco player. Um, let's get to the second team real quick. Quarterback Jalen Hurts um, could have been MVP, well-deserved. Nick Chubb, running back. Um, for sure. 
nothing you can say about that. Tight end George Kittle, he started producing late in the year. Late. Um, but another guy who blocks really well, I think he gets a lot of more respect of his blocking than he does his catching, which is saying a lot. For sure. Five receivers, A.J. Brown, who had multiple uh, multi-touchdown games this year, yeah. was going to be on this list. Either way, first or second team knew him coming this year. Stephon Diggs, um, guy you can just pencil him in for first or second team every single year. year. C.D. Lamb is a um, interesting pick for me. I think Dallas, with being really good, got him this spot. Um, it would be interesting it, to see what they do in the playoffs because Dak Prescott has failed to not throw a single pick in every single game. <laughs> um, left tackle Andrew Thomas from the New York Giants has – pretty much saved Daniel Jones from fumbling the ball a hundred times this year. Um, right tackle, Tristan Wirth from Tampa Bay. Tough. Has saved yeah, Tom Brady from retiring in the middle of the season. Um, left guard, Joe Dooney from the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, right guard, Chris Lindstrom from Atlanta. In the center, Creed Humphrey. That's a cool name from Kansas City as well. Um, you see why Creed. Kansas City is so good. They've got all pro guys at Every single position on offense, it seems like. Um, let's go second team on defense. We have Miles Garrett, who you can, like I said, pencil him in. Pencil him in. Either way it goes. Hassan Reddick, Philadelphia Eagles, another guy who is just steadily approving. Interior lineman Dexter Lawrence, New York Giants, had a big year this year, um, answered a lot of questions. I know a lot of teams were considering – him being like a trade option, and right. I think he's turned it around. Jeffrey Simmons from the Tennessee Titans, who another guy who just is just the ultimate run stopper. Now here is where I have like my first real disagreement with All Pro, and that's Bobby Wagner from the Los Angeles Rams. And I understand that he's a guy that's been on this list usually year every single after year, year after, after year. year. I just think it was year. another one of those things where he was the only bright spot on a really bad team and so he got the recognition that I guess I don't necessarily think that he doesn't deserve it but all pro um I don't know I just think I just think there may be another guy that might be deserving another spot the fact that I can't name it might be a problem too but um a guy like Quincy Williams who is the brother of Quinlan Williams who's a linebacker from the New York Jets. I don't think that he is a all pro linebacker yet, but he's a pro bowler. But I'm just saying I think somebody might have been more impactful than him. Yep. CJ Mosley from New York Jets, who is a guy who has been a pro bowler and all pro guy for uh the Baltimore Ravens in the past. He had a, a couple down years and has gotten back to his form and right. he's, you know, the engine on our defense for yeah. sure outside of Sauce Gardner. Demario Davis from New Orleans Saints, Shout another guy. Uh yeah, the Saints had a tough year this year. Tough but year. They got some bright spots on their team this for year, sure. for sure. Cornerbacks, Jair Alexander from Green Bay, another guy who's a top five corner in the league, good shutdown guy, very physical. James Bradbury from Philadelphia, who um seatbelt game. Yeah, he he's yeah Lock he's strapping up. guys up. Um, safeties: Derwin James, who is one of the better players consistent. in the NFL. Consistent um, overall, and Justin Simmons, who another is another guy. good run-stopping, consistent player who stays healthy all the time. Denver bad season this year wasn't due to their defense at all. I can tell you that. For sure. um, but 
I don't say there there weren't too many guys that we could say were snubbed. Um, if I went to the Pro Bowl, we went to the Pro Bowlers. Now I'm sure there's there's tons of guys that are well deserving. Um, I I I have a couple snubs. Okay, I have a couple snubs. Go ahead. That that I feel that are a little a little disrespectful. Okay. Uh, first, we're gonna go to the corners. Uh, and I'll say that Darius Slay. You know, okay. a guy that's been in the league for a minute okay. has always proven himself. But this year, he's proven himself on a great team. Okay. I don't get why he doesn't get that respect, personally. I think maybe. But, but I understand. I understand James Bradbury. Yeah. But at the same time, Darius Slay, game in, game out. Is doing what he needs to do, locking up the best player. I think the every time what the consistent outside of a couple of teams like um like a Bobby Wagner on the Rams, a lot of these guys are on teams that were pretty successful You're, for the most part. And a guy like James Bradbury, who's not going to have great interception stats because right. he probably doesn't get the ball thrown against him a lot. Being on the Eagles, I think that. Everything they did just was just so enhanced. Right. You had guys. Sure. You had two All Pros in the O line in Philadelphia. Just the winning. I just think winning right. matters so much. It does it makes matter. Everybody just. Right. Everybody makes it look like they star in the role just a little point, bit more. Because why can't he get it? You know. But going moving on, he probably got the players' vote. I guarantee he probably got some sort sure. of players' vote. But the media, I think they they look at winning as more of a factor than I think people want want them to moving on though okay now i'm going to the other side of the ball all right and i ask people to respect this guy just because of who he is and what he does on a on a game in game out austin eckler okay i don't see how he gets snubbed yeah he could have been second team he could have been second team he could easily be in front of Nick Chubb. I think for he me could too. For me, I think he could easily be. If in we're going to go Chubb. off this list, and we've been talking about winning this and winning that, Cleveland's not in the playoffs. Not in the playoffs. Um, Nick Chubb was kind of like I said before, kind of a bright spot on a bad team, kind of like a Bobby Wagner. Right. I understand what you're saying. With that, completely, I think Austin Eckler. But Austin Eckler can dominate games receiving and games. running the ball. The thing yeah. is, at, yeah, at yeah, multiple parts of the season, he was there. Leading rusher. And leading, leading receiver. Reset. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like respect yeah. the guy. Yeah. That's all I okay. ask. Okay. That's a that's a that's a snub. I can I can stand by. I can vouch for that one. Um I'm glad as a Jets fan that Sauce Gardner, we can all recognize is probably a top three cornerback <laughs> in this league. Um Quentin Williams is getting his due. I think the Jets are really a, honestly a quarterback and maybe just one more good offensive lineman away. From really making something special, stories have been Derek Carr are floating around out there. Their possible landing spot for the Jets. Um, we can trade. I mean, we have a decent draft pick this year. I don't even think that the, that it's y'all need an offensive. No, lineman. we do. We y'all we need, need an offensive line to be to healthy. Stay healthy. Yeah, to stay healthy. We need our offensive line to stay That's healthy. Brees Hall was going to be another bright spot for, for us. Sure. He was going to be our rookie. We have. Um, Garrett Wilson, who might win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, him and Chris Olave might win Co-Offensive Rookie of the Year. It's probably what they're going to do. Um, 
But we have the engine. We just need the right conductor. And if we can get that quarterback in there, my hopeful. Are you saying just to make the playoffs? I think, yeah, to make the playoffs. And once we make, make the playoffs, to, to I think if we get in there, I think it could be a situation like. Because um, people don't want to see y'all get in there and then it's. Well, then it's, I think it's a step in the right direction from where we started this season with no expectations sure. to, oh, my gosh, the Jets are actually for real. Then it's like, okay, is Zach Wilson going to bring this team down? Oh, shit, he did. Um, then we try to get our season back together at the end of the year. It doesn't really happen. Yeah. Coaching falls apart. We fired our offensive coordinator. Um, and just, you know, things just turn really fast. And so now it's like, all right, now we're back at the drawing board when we thought we had some. Now we don't. And. It is what it is. You definitely got something, though. We definitely have something. If you look at that all-pro list, how we just went through, mm-hmm. you you got something. Three guys. You, you got three guys on there. Three stars that are that are on there, mm-hmm. and that can consistently be yeah. on there. That's that's Stay where I'm going. On but the, the only thing is, that's on one side of the ball. Yeah. So we got to fix that part. Agreed. Um, last bit of news: Sean McVay is going to stay with the Rams. Um, I know that he was getting TV offer deals. I know there's also been rumors out there that he doesn't really want to be a part of a rebuild, which I understand after winning a Super Bowl and going all the way in for it. But healthy Aaron Donald, you do have a question with Matt Stafford and his health. But um, I just, you know, I just saw that and thought that was really interesting. For sure. Um, so I have a quick question: What do you think Green Bay does now? I'm glad we got to that. What do so. We see? Me as a Jets fan, it's like, all right, we can find a way to get Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Let's go get him out of there. Let's trade for him. But that's, that's he still got he still way. owed a lot of money lot from of money. Green Bay. Um, here's the thing. When Aaron Rodgers was sitting behind Brett Favre, mm-hmm. he sat behind th- three years, and then he fourth year he played. Brett right. Favre was out of there. Jordan Love has now sat four years. Definitely. Do you think that they move in that direction with him? At this point, what do you do? Because here's what happened. You were 4-8, and eight and you didn't get any glimpse of what Jordan Love could do. While Aaron Rodgers was playing was a little playing. hurt. He was. He was playing a little he bit was. hurt. And so you, you're not going to bench Aaron Rodgers, but you're not. You're putting yourself in a bad position Definitely when you so. don't make the playoffs in a do or die game, right? And you haven't given given the other guy a chance. Back up a court. You haven't even given him the chance to give you an answer of if he's even good or not, right? And so you've pigeonholed yourself into this legendary quarterback who's going to have his number retired, right. and this upcoming guy who you Has have to give him the right. option, the fifth year option. To stay so you can at least prove that this draft pick that yeah. you traded up for and it's, works out. My problem is it's little to none experience. Yeah. And it's, and the thing and it's is, your fault. It's like, the, I understand it's the not, to stay with him. It's the not drafting any receivers or weapons for Aaron Rodgers, but drafting it, trading up to draft a quarterback that you also now want to sit for three or four years. And the thing is, do they keep Alan Lazard? Because I read reports where he, he's he trying to get too. out of there. Yeah. So, I mean – you know, he's found and a then guy that's, that's in the Christian thing. That's, Watson. That's the effect that of, you have right. when Aaron your quarterback Rogers is shaky. Is like, you don't, he right, doesn't want like He's not it, committed. He's not know? fully committed no more to to the Packers. Which I think he's given everything he's got. He's got to the Packers for sure. I think 2010 that truly, was a great season. I truly could see Aaron Rodgers not playing for any other organization and retiring. 
But I also think that he gives it another he's shot. not he's not gonna quit until the wheels done. fall off. He's not done. And so I think at least he I don't want to see him. He would enjoy. I, I think done. he would enjoy change of scenery. I know that For Aaron sure. Rodgers has, you know, turned into a a guy that a lot of people didn't see coming. I don't right. know. He's kind of just transformed into this like, just he. I don't know. He's just a different type of character now. Do you think? And maybe just a new, new scene for him would, would be would be ideal. I don't know. Do you think? He follows the footsteps of Brett Favre. If Kirk Cousins doesn't get it done, no, I think Aaron Rodgers goes to Las Vegas and is back with Devontae Adams. Oh, if he goes anywhere and it's not the Jets, ah, for. come on, bro, he's not going to the Jets. So the Raiders are definitely done and they're exploring oh, trades. Yeah. I could see Derek. Do you Carr, think they get CJ Stroud? They're not going to be enough CJ Stroud's going top ten top, at least. Yeah, I was not gonna, gonna be there for it. Some teams are probably gonna trade up to get CJ Stroud now. What so if they trade up? They don't have enough to trade up for him. They're handicapped with Aaron and what they got. So it's just kinda wait. I'm talking about oh, okay, okay, okay. I understand what you're saying. Um well we can wrap this up. Uh um that was just our NFL talk for the playoffs. Um, 